there are 76 million of us just here in the US. We are the biggest generation that ever existed. We were called the me ones, the crazy ones, and boy, do we know what that means, don't we? In fact, we have reinvented every single phase of our life. We were the yuppies, we were the hippies. We like innovation. Well, now we are in the winter of our life. And I can assure you, this is not going to be your average winter. I invite you to join me at Boomerology Reviews every single week so we can figure out how boomers are reshaping this phase of their lives. Join me. Welcome to Boomerology Reviews. I'm Shahar Boyayan, your host. On this episode, we are going to talk about caregiving. Yes, most of us boomers have aging parents and we may become caregivers overnight without any prior notice. Well, there are some challenges with caregiving as well as some joy. Today, we are going to talk to a boomer that is now caring for her own mother, Annette Piper. Let's watch. So as I told you, I have here Annette Piper and we are going to talk a little bit about being a caregiver. So Annette, how long have you been a caregiver? Well, it seems like I've been a caregiver all my life because I have a child that has um, some mental health issues, traumatic brain injury. So there's been a lot of caregiving just with my child. But then the last couple of years, my mother has had some severe health problems. And just this year, she almost died. She had a choking incident in the hospital that put her into respiratory arrest. And at 80 years old, it's just been a really long road back for her. And, you know, having to learn how to rebalance and walk, you know, get her balance again, swallow all over again. It's been quite the journey. And does she live with you? I live with her. You I moved in with her to take care of her, and then she helps me out as well. So mm -hmm. it's been kind of a joint venture. About two years <laughs> ago, right? A, a, about a year ago. About a year ago. And then she had that issue about the same time? or No, she, she had had some issues prior to that. Mm -hmm. And then the issue that she had this last time came in April mm -hmm. of last year after minor surgery. And for you, what are the challenges now being a caregiver of your mother? You know, she's doing pretty good now. She can drive, but she still has, she had shoulder surgery, which was why she was in the hospital in the first place. So she still has a hard time cleaning her home, keeping up with some things. Her arm hurts a lot. She gets tired. But, you know, part of that was uh, my son, at the same time that she had that downfall and was in a care center for a while, my son was having problems with some medication that he was on and was having psychotic episodes, mm. and I'm trying to run a business, and I was really, you know, they talk about the sandwich generation. I was truly sandwiched <laughs> in between those uh -huh. and trying to make a living, and I think that was the biggest challenge, trying to be there for my mom and take care of her, trying to handle the psychotic stuff that my son was going through, and still financially keep my head above water during that time. So these are just some of the hardships, right? Just some <laughs> of the hardships. How, how much do you think from your day being a caregiver do you devote to that? How is it? It's every now and then? You know, it, it depends on the day and the issue. So this morning I probably spent about an hour with my son trying to get him to call his medical bills because he you know, he just doesn't think about that. He doesn't have that responsibility yet where he is able to manage his own stuff. So I spent a lot of time doing that. Not so much with my mom so far today, but uh, if I don't cook dinner, a lot of times she doesn't eat as healthy as she should. 
you know, on the weekends doing the yard work, doing a lot of the house cleaning and stuff like that. And so, how do you, do you find balance for yourself in this type of situation? You know, I take time every morning for myself. I get up early before anybody else. I have, well, and I have my own apartment in the basement, and so I have my own space. Mm -hmm. And I take that time every morning just to read, to meditate, to journal, to focus on me, to exercise, and do what I need to do to take care of myself. And then um, I have four brothers. And so if there's a problem and my mom needs some care and I've got to be gone, they're there to help me out. But, you know, right now my mom's come back. She's doing pretty good and she's able to do a lot of the care herself now. Finally, it's been, like I said, it's been a long road. She wasn't even able to drive until like August, wow. from August until, or April till August. So a long time. Now, when this episode happened with your mother, so you said you have four brothers. Did you volunteer to be the caregiver? Was it a given because you are the girl that you would be the caregiver? Did you vote? How, what was the process? The process was is I own my own business, and so at this point in time, I have the flexibility mm -hmm. where my, my brothers work. One of my brothers, he's got his own stuff going on, and he's raising his grandkids, so... Uh, he's got that challenge, and I'm living in the basement, and so it just was a natural way to handle it for mm -hmm. me to take over. And it's not that my brothers don't come over right. and help. They do a lot. And, you know, there has been previous episodes that my mom's had health issues and has had needed the caregiving where I've had a brother that's been unemployed, and they've been the one to step in and do the caregiving. So I have a really close-up family, and so we all support each other and so make no sure that she's taken care of. Is there a good side in being a caregiver? How, what do you see there? You know, I was, going, I was just thinking about it the other day and the, the blessings that have come from uh, caring for my mom specifically. And that is, you know, she's 80. I get to spend quality time with her in these later years mm -hmm. that I probably would have been too busy you know, living away from her home, and, you know, I talked to her on the phone every day, but now I really get to spend some quality time with her, and, you know, it was fun when she was really down, uh, doing her hair. I don't do hair. I mean, it's a, I'm a minimalist when it comes to doing hair, but uh, my mom couldn't go to the hairdresser, and so I would curl her hair with the curling iron. It was just, it was a, a unique experience that, um, you know, so many of my friends whose mothers have passed, they just kept telling me, cherish this time, cherish this mm -hmm. time. And it is a blessing. It is a blessing to have that time with my mom. That's cool. If you could offer, I, I just keep thinking with my mom, if I had to curl her hair without an iron, I would be thinking, please don't burn her. <laughs> uh, I was thinking that. It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, if you could give a piece of advice for people that see themselves going into caregiving, uh, what would that be? I would say the most important thing is to make sure that you take time for yourself. If that means hiring a home health nurse to come in for a couple of hours so that you can have time to yourself, finding those things that bring you pleasure, mm -hmm. that help you keep balanced, there was a couple of months that I was sandwiched in between and I thought I was gonna go Explode. nuts. I, I had to go take a camping trip by myself and that was kind of scary because my mom had just gotten out of the care center, but I made sure that she was well taken care of and left town for a week. 
unfortunately it was with my son and fortunately with was with my son because there were a lot of blessings that came with being a, with him outside of the home. Mm -hmm. But I would say just make sure that you take the time and schedule that in and find the support that you need mm -hmm. to keep balance because it can be really, really challenging. It is really, really challenging. It is really challenging. And in many cases also take a strain on the physical. I don't think that was your case, but you have to carry around the person and, and you know, shoulders and many caregivers have physical issues because of that. Exactly, exactly. And, and it still took a physical toll on me, the okay. stress. Mm -hmm. The you know, stress shoulders, I, I had to have massages, chiropractic. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like this a lot with uh -huh. my, with my mm -hmm. kids. It was just, had major stress. <laughs> yes, I believe so. And you know, your advice is really good because as a caregiver, you need to take care of yourself as well. Because we can get into that mode, yes, I need to take care of this person, but if we forget us, then we'll have consequences later. We might cause burden to other people. Exactly. It's that, it's that thought. You can't fill someone else's cup out of an, if yours is empty, out exactly. of an empty cup. You've got to fill your cup first, and then it can overflow into other people. Yeah. So take care of yourself as well. Thank you very much, Annette, for sharing your story with us. You're welcome. My pleasure. If you are diabetic like me, or maybe you have arthritis, or even if you're a pregnant mother, you really want to pay attention to the product I'm going to show you. It's a lot more than a product, it's a system. It's the Footmate system. One piece of the system is this brush. You know, you can use this brush in your shower or in your bathtub. It has soft bristles here for the tender places in your feet and stiffer bristles right here that takes away all the dry skin and rough areas. But that's not only what makes the system. We also have the rejuvenating gel. The rejuvenating gel is composed of tea tree oil or maleluca aloe vera and conditioning. And as we all know, tea tree oil and aloe vera are fantastic for healing skin and takes, they take away also the odor. So even if you have some sports fan inside your home, you might want to try the systems with them. Now, like I said, you can use in the shower or in your bath. The, the system has suction cups that you can put to any smooth surface and use it there, either on the walls of your bed or on the floor. If you don't have a smooth surface, you just need to put one foot on one side while you brush the other, so you're always safe. Footmate system is really great, especially if you have diabetes, arthritis, you're a pregnant mother ha having a hard time reaching your feet, and of course, athletes that need to take that odor out. You can find Footmate at footmate.com. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. If you did, don't forget to share, thumbs up, rate our channel. These are the type of things that keep us going. And I'll meet you next week at Boomerology Revealed.